0: This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the fire! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adory on Pulse ninety five. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! And now. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube, shout out to my beautiful mother-in-law as well, Subi, and uh, and my mom as well, Fatima. And then you've got Ian, you've got Florin, all the way from the US. You've got NKASAR as well. Uh, you've got Bilal. You've got everyone who is tuned in, locked in. If you're wondering, and Anya, of course, can't forget Anya. If you're wondering why my, my voice is quite husky, Um, It's not because I'm in that mood. It's basically because Arsenal played Manchester United yesterday in which was a crazy game. Don't be mad at me, Flora. Be mad at the game. Um, Now, my question to everyone is, yesterday we watched a battle, right? We watched Arsenal versus Manchester United. Old... Uh, Rivals, But has this basically shown how big the gap is between Manchester City and everyone else? Because I'm going to break down the game for you and don't be mad at me for it, man. I'm going to try and be as unbiased as possible. But the reason why my voice is like this is because the type of experiences that come out of sport and what it brings towards you. To be able to watch the Arsenal-Manchester United game with my wife and my mum was insane. And I don't think anyone will ever see me. The way I was yesterday Like my mum And my wife And that's why we only watch at home For those reasons Arsenal played Manchester United yesterday In what was a big game Not just because of the season Not just because of the rivalry Or the fan base, But also because of the fact That both teams Didn't start off At the best of starts Now results may have hidden The way the performances have been Between the two clubs With both clubs coming into this With two wins One of them losing one And one of them drawing one But still There's this tendency To try and keep up With Manchester City Who normally normally don't start the season as good as they finish it as they've shown in the last three seasons now coming into the fourth season they want to make it four in a row which will then show how one side of the league is although we all know that there have been very very different Um, patterns throughout the seasons when Liverpool were challenging, when Arsenal were challenging, etc. But this is huge. And not only coming into this game, we were looking at the new signings that potentially could have started for Manchester United along with the injury problems that they were facing. We also were looking at Arsenal who had Thomas Partey out again. um, And the fact that All the onus was on Kai Havertz starting and the fan base had been turning on him and blaming him for pretty much everything, which again, uh, the boy's 24, 24 years old. Yes, it's a lot of money. Yes, he's from Chelsea. And yes, it hasn't been, you know, the most convincing to fit in the position that Arteta wants. But time is is crucial for for the footballer and for who he is. Not only that looking at the game and the way that the game started off, especially with Onana playing there, they probably touched the ball the most out of the Manchester United team and what was happening was their build-up play was happening from the back but once Onana gave it to someone else, that ball over the top was pretty much wasted 9 out of 10 times. One of the times it wasn't wasted was when Rashford came on to who was their most threatening player throughout the game every time the ball went to Marcus Rashford you felt something was going to happen and credit to Manchester United the fact that they were able to be very threatening on the counter attack away from home now there's a huge stat at the moment that Man United have failed to win against the big teams in in their last seven games away okay but that doesn't say much because they still finished above the so-called big teams like Chelsea and Liverpool etc. throughout last season finishing in third so there were things that we have to kind of factor if you're looking at it as an analyst and you're looking at as you are studying the game, that Manchester United came into this game confident because normally they perform very well against Arsenal. Coming through to that, the fact that United scored in the 27th minute was against the run of play because it looked like Arsenal were happy to let Onana play about with the ball at the back and not really do much. And then when they lost the ball, they tried to pretty much win. retain the ball turn it over and then try and attack them so on the 27th minute Marcus Rashford scored to make it 1-0 with Christian Eriksen who I thought was their most creative player yesterday and actually surprised a lot of people by how good he was when he was on the ball literally 110 seconds later or 35 seconds from kickoff Martin Odegaard uh, scored from a Martinelli uh, cutback. the build up play was excellent very very good found himself in the right position to make it 1-1 from that point from the 28th minute all the way till the end. There were moments in the game where we thought that things would turn. Not only that, the substitutions were pretty delayed for what was going to be a very, very explosive and powerful game in terms of how it was won in the middle and also how the defenders would deal with the attacking threats like Anthony and Rashford, along with Martial, who the uh, who Ten Hag, who his boss thought was, was very good, in maybe off the ball. Then we looked at Arsenal where... Um, Martinelli was handled very, very well by Wan-Bissaka. I spoke about Wan-Bissaka to my, uh, the team that I coach, actually, um, and how good he is on on his defensive duties and how it's very hard to get past him. Well, he, he handled Martinelli pretty good. I know Martinelli got an assist, but he handled him pretty good throughout that game. On the right side, Saka was pretty quiet, and Diego Dalla, who's filling in for Luke Shaw, did quite a good job on him. So I think every time the ball was received to the wingers, there was always two kind of protecting each other from the Manchester United defence. So, credit where it's due. Ten Hag had them set up to defend and maybe hit on the counter-attack. But did they do enough? And that's what I kind of want to know from you guys. Did they do enough to earn a point, let alone take all three? I spoke to someone at the gym earlier, Troy, who said they deserved a draw. Again, I'll let you guys make up your mind on how you felt it went. Now, on the hour mark, Kai Havertz went through um, and Casemiro and Juan Bissaka... Uh, we're trying to close him down. I don't believe it was a penalty, but I also believe the same uh, decision and the same challenge was made on Rashford, if I'm not mistaken, when they beat Nottingham Forest, which was awarded. But again, let's be fair and say it wasn't a penalty. It shouldn't have stood, and therefore, after referee awarded it, he rescinded it, and play continued. Now, in the 89th minute, Garnacho came on again. As I said, the substitutes were pretty delayed. Garnacho came on. And again, I was worried because apart from Rashford, there wasn't much threat coming from the United side. And although they brought on the new signing, Hoyland, who had a lot of anticipation, I'm looking forward to seeing how good this player can be because I've heard a lot of good things about him. And I do believe that he will be a very, very good player. Still very young and again... I don't want people to expect too much of him but he looked powerful he looked strong he he he, com- he was combative with Gabriel it was a good tussle but I didn't want to see him play against Arsenal anyway with that 89th minute Garnaccio gets put through on goal um, despite Kai Havertz mispassing the ball for the Rashford counter attack in the first in the first half there wasn't really much going on it was very very passive in the way both teams set up 89th minute Garnaccio goes through he's played in uh, from Bruno and places it really well, scores against uh, Ramsdale. And all of a sudden, my heart sank because I thought, we definitely don't deserve to lose this game. And it was one of those things where, again, any Arsenal fan will know. The next day, you will hear it from every United fan you know because apparently, the banter on that side is real. And so, I had United fans getting ready to text me to say, haha, we beat you 2-1 and VAR comes in. Now, there have been moments this season where VAR has been for and against clubs and I do say it always evens itself out. It was fraction. Fine margins as the managers both described it. Fine margins. Ten Hag said it wasn't offside. The lines obviously show it was different. But again, in the 89th minute with all the extra time to be played and the reason why the extra time was being played was because there was a lot of time wasting which the goalkeeper got booked for that and um really pushed the Barry with that so in the 96th minute corner comes in flick on the back it hits off Declan Rice's neck hits the ball low and drive deflects off Maguire goes into the goal 2-1 96 minutes everyone goes crazy can't believe it what an incredible roller of emotions as Arsenal fans felt they just lost it and then United go and try and get the equaliser as they're doing that ball falls out to Fabio Vieira Fabio Vieira plays it through to Gabriel Jesus Gabriel Jesus is one-on-one uh, with the defender slides the defender slots it past, and Arsenal win 3-1 what an incredible incredible game for the neutral Not so much for United fans, not so much for the blood pressure of Arsenal fans, but exactly what the Premier League needs. And despite now having to go into the international break two weeks with no Premier League football, that was one heck of a way to finish that league roundup. (laughs) And that is why my voice is the way it is today. Arsenal win 3-1. Arsenal fans, congratulations. United fans, commiserations. And for the Premier League, that is the kind of advert you want to see end-to-end stuff what a game let's take a quick break i need to break after that and i'll see you straight after this this is pulse 95 tune in live every monday wednesday and saturday from 3 p.m